Thank you for joining us again. This is Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. And I'm Frank from RevMax. Lucas Oil Raceway. It's huge, man. It's this, a big stadium. This place has been just nuts today. Yeah, people are everywhere. Trucks are everywhere. Side by sides are everywhere. It is. Uh, it is a full house. If no you have question. ADD, it's the worst place to be. That's why it took you twenty minutes. Oh, oh man! Least. I was actually waiting on our guest. Who we got here? Frank. Frank oh. from RevMax. All right. And uh, I'll. I'll answer that at the end of the show here so okay okay frank you guys one of the only two wheel drive trucks in the competition is that right i think there were there were two and we're the only one left right now okay <laughs> <laughs> now you guys pretty something pretty unique about your truck about about your experience we'll say tell us about it i believe we're the only truck that actually drove here and is going to drive back home uh we uh we're actually based out of charlotte north carolina and we made the uh, nine-hour drive out here uh, up until 50 miles from here with our last fuel stop. Unload, and basically loaded the truck up into the trailer. And then, because per the event rules, we had to trailer it in. Right. Trailered it in, unloaded it again, and uh, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> and hoping to make it back home still with it driving home. So, so you brought a backup then? Uh, no, there's no backup. Now there's, th there's no backup engine. There's no backup transmission. There's no backup anything. It's you you have a 68 RFE under the truck. I know guys who put a backup transmission in the bed when they're just going to get fuel every morning. What what are you thinking? Well, we're pretty confident in what we've got there. Uh, over the years, we've we've pretty much had great great success. Where other people have failed with that particular transmission. And what year do you have? What year trans? Uh, it's a 2008. Okay. Yeah. So. A lot of people have problems with that because they do indeed have a TCM, but nobody has access to it until you guys came around, I believe. Uh, yeah, we uh, we helped do a lot of the tuning work that uh, was released back in the day with H&S. Um, and then lately with higher power performance, we've really dialed that, that transmission down to exact science. And as you can see, it works. It goes down the track and it works. <laughs> How, what was your guys' best pass last night? We ran right around, uh, I think, at 1070. Um, unfortunately, we were having a lot of fueling issues. Oh, really? And it was late at night last night. And uh, as we got to the end of the track, the last 100 feet, crossed over the center line, slipping all over the place. Oh, no. So I had a I saw that. Had a lift. So it was a lot faster than that. But uh, still, nonetheless, it was a good pass. But yeah. I won't complain about that. I mean, it was a showstopper for sure. I mean, everybody was loving it. Yeah, it, it does some pretty cool burnouts. <laughs> What's the tires on that truck? Uh, we are running, this year, we are running a 10.5 inch wide uh, Mickey Thompson slick on the back of it. Let this uh, Over the past few months, we went to a four-link suspension setup, and it actually really 60 foot down, as opposed to before, where it used to just hop all over the place. What's the zero, uh, <laughs> the 60 foot, you said? Uh, we're 60 foot in the 1.5 zone. 1.5. Like 1.59 now. Wow. So... We wanted a one four sixty foot. Mm -hmm. We'll get there. We need. We were a little low on fuel, and uh, we think we might have that solved here pretty shortly. Okay. Okay. Walk me through the rest of the build. What do we got for power in this thing? All right. So uh, Midget's Diesel Performance in uh, Davidson, North Carolina, went uh, built the engine for us. It's a uh, D-stroke six seven. So it's uh, six seven Cummins with a five nine crank. So we got it's a six four. Uh, we're running uh, dual fleece stroked uh, ten millimeter pumps. And uh, we're running a, I believe it's a Patriot uh, ported head and a bank side draft intake. Uh, it's just a, and of course, RevMax 60 RFE transmission. In what it. about turbos? What do we got for, for air on this thing? Sure, we're running a stainless setup on there. We're running a uh, 472.87 and a 485.90 on the truck. Okay, that's honestly a little bit on the smaller side for the turbo setups we're seeing at the competition. Was that by strategy or? Well, 
we still drive the truck every day. It's still, it's still, it's, we still run parts with it. Uh, if you look on our Facebook page, there's always part, the trucks running parts all over town. So we had to keep drivability there. Um, one of the fueling issues was we were trying to keep it extremely clean. Uh, it's still plated, of course, because it drove here. Right. And because of all that, putting a huge set of twins on there or triples on there just wasn't an option for us. So we are somewhat limited at how far we could push it. Um, our number that we were hoping to be in the dyno day was around 1,500. Wow. And uh, So you guys already ran, right? We did. We did. And um, unfortunately, we made a large switch up last night after uh, some of the issues we were having with the track last night on the engine side of things. And it didn't pay off. Well, it did, but uh, there's some more work to be done. Okay. We drew, uh, I think we were the fifth slot, so we didn't have a whole lot of time this morning to tune it. Right. Um, but is I, that how they did? You guys had to draw a number? Yeah, it was actually a, a raffle, and uh, I decided to go first and lost pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, that a hole in your foot? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, it didn't go as planned. Um, in fact, if you if you watch the dyno pull, it was pretty hilarious. We pulled to thirty one hundred RPMs, thirty one hundred. The relief valve opened up, and we had no power left. Oh, no. We were planning on pulling to 5,500 RPMs. So oh, no. that gives you an idea. We made 992 at 3,100. <laughs> 995 at 3,100. 3, so there's a lot more left in that truck. Yeah, so you were halfway through the pass. Yeah, it was just, just started to get on there. I think we only had like 50 pounds of boost on it. Oh, my goodness. So, kind of a bummer. So last night, um, once again, what was your time? Uh, I think it was right 1070, somewhere right around there, if I remember right. Okay, 1070, and then you got um, the thousand or so almost horse. Yep. So, are you guys going to be able to be there tomorrow? Oh, yeah. So, uh, this is going to be the most interesting part. You're going to be one of the few two digs. You're going to be the only guy sled yeah. pulling in two wheel drive. And it's my first time ever sled pulling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Danny, you've said so many times how experience is going to separate the field here. Yeah, I believe we'll, so. We'll find out. I don't know the first thing about sled pulling. Oh, this man. is going to be a, a learning experience. Uh, very excited about it. We're going to a rigid rear suspension. We're basically locking the rear suspension, pulling the roll pan off, and attaching a hitch to the back of it. And we're going to see what it's going to do. We've also got uh, run some dually tires on the back of it. Okay. So You're not running those Mickey Thompsons tomorrow? I don't. <laughs> people have advised me against it, so I'm going to go ahead and take their advice on that one. Probably not the best tire for tomorrow's. Sure. So, so, so Dooley, so you technically will be four wheel drive. Yeah, there'll be, there'll be, there'll be, <laughs> I like it. There will so, be four. There will be four pieces of rubber touching. The what dirt. brand of tires? What kind of tires? All. You know, you I remember? believe they're. I think they're Ivecos. Okay. Yeah, I'm not not huge on the whole oh, gotcha. sled pulling scene of tires. So but. that's my thing. That's why I'm asking because uh, you know setup is going to be you know a huge role tomorrow sure. on how you guys do it. Also, like you said, only two wheel drive truck tomorrow to put a show on. So, you know, do you get a plan for it? I mean, yeah. how did you get yourself psyched up? Like, okay. You decided we're going to go to the UCC. Revmax is going to put a truck into the UCC, and then you look around the shop and you're like, hey, what about the parts truck? <laughs> like, was there more conversation than that? Well, it wasn't the parts truck at that point. It was already it's already kind of morphed into this what it is now. We had to put a cage into it. There was no cage up until now, um, so we put a cage in it. And uh, the whole thing has been in the back of our minds. This whole point is how are we going to sled pull with this thing? <laughs> but then we saw, you know, midgets was going to run uh, mini wheat, right? I don't think a slip will that thing. If they could do it, we, we thought we could do it. So <laughs> we figured they're not doing it now. So we'll be the only ones trying this <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> and I didn't even hear why. How come they're not going to be doing that? 
Do you know? Uh, or? I think they pretty much dropped out of it. Oh, okay. um, unfortunately, um, they had some issues yesterday with that with that uh, drive line, and um, that was nuts. Yeah, that was wicked yeah. pass. If you guys had a chance to see that, it was. We were right behind it. it was pretty cool. <laughs> it was pretty cool. You didn't oh, see that yeah. every day. You guys right. did roll up right after that. Yep. Yep. So uh, I think I think they just decided it was better to pack it in and just, just call it a day. Right. They, yeah. they were kind of, kind of the competition at that point. Mm-hmm. I think they came here really wanting to try to win it. And at that point, they were out of it. So right. why try to hurt the motor or anything else? Just save it for another day. Call it a day. Call Sometimes. it a day. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So you got predictions for how far you're going to pull tomorrow? So five feet. Okay, no. so 300 feet, I guess I should, okay. we should start off. 300 feet, here. we call a full pole. Okay. Okay, or 300 plus. Okay. Right? Um, 200 feet? Well, 300 feet would be a full pole. You know, right there. That's people, right. if you get 300 feet, that's a full pole. Right, exactly. Um, 200 feet, probably had a good truck set up, but maybe just didn't execute the right way, or maybe just a bad track. Okay. But you had a lot of power, you had a good truck, you made it about two-thirds of the way down the track anything under 150 something fucked up or you did something terribly wrong right danny tell me i mean you've been out on 26 poles last year yeah see yeah so now that you know now that you know kind of some of the standards what we see at normal sled poles where do we think rev max is going to end up what's a prediction Let's just be safe and let's say 150 feet. I like it. 151. Like it. 151. Oh, that's just cool. enough to where that's we didn't funny. do something terribly wrong. Yes. Right. So I'm, remember I, remember how you jumped in front and you said, I'm going to pull first. Yeah. Tomorrow, let everybody else pull first. <laughs> I think I will. And that's a strategy I use because okay. when I get to the sled pull event, you have to. there's all these different ways to pull uh, a number. And when you're the first puller, that's the hardest deal on a, on a sled puller himself. Because you now have, after the first pull's done, you now you can keep that pull, or you can, you know, um, go ahead and, and go to the back of the pack and pull again and repull. But this is a, a different deal, and I don't even know how it's set up tomorrow on how many. You get two hooks tomorrow, bo- and that's I believe it? they do get two hooks. Two hooks. Yeah. Wow, that's huge. So you get a forgiveness pass. So, you know, I guess when you pull a number, let the dirt get worked a little bit first. So try to get deep in the pack a little bit so you can kind of see how the dirt is reacting. Now, hold um, on now, Danny, because I don't know if you heard anybody talking about the dirt, but I've talked to quite a few guys who have gone down and looked at the sled pull track. They said they got some big rocks down there now big rocks are going to go one or two way in the dirt it's either the first guy is going to throw them up and get them out of the way or the last guy is going to run into all of them because all the loose dirt's going to get kicked out it's going to be nothing but big rocks left so if you're two-wheel drive you got this you, you have this unknown factor that you won't know there's no way to tell poking sticks in the dirt can only tell you so much and that is a real sled pull thing um but but there's this there's this situation this track's either going to get much much worse by the end or it's going to go the opposite way that's that's the only two options it's not going to stay the same all night yeah those big ruts that these big 2,000 horsepower trucks going to be leaving they just fill that in and then they the next guy comes and it's softer so now as the track uh, as the night goes on or the day goes on man that the dirt at the end where everybody seems to kind of land you know, there's always a, a spot where I like to take a truck. You go high, you go low. You know, you, I try to stay out of everybody's main groove, you know, just because you're going to fall into their 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 slots. Yep. 
And that is one of the many theories about sled pull. Are you getting a lot of other sled yeah. pulling advice? Are you down to yeah. that point? Because you're, you're every, done with the rest every, now. Oh, yeah. I've been asking everybody a little bit here, a little sure. bit there. I mean, it's it's an art form. There's no doubt about it. I mean, uh, <laughs> drag racing, you know, I get it. But the sled pulling thing, it's, it's foreign to me. So it's going to be really interesting. I'm really pumped about trying something new and maybe I'll have a new hobby. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it starts. You get hooked, literally. Yeah, I'm, literally. I'm so excited. I think it is really cool that you guys brought out a 68 RFE. I thought it's just awesome. Like, we talk so much about this competition, inspiring people to do something that nobody else is doing. And we do hear people, and I probably have been a victim of this or culprit of this as well, bashing the 68 RFE for all of its terribleness. Oh, and you're stock bad form. about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind running my mouth. Um, but yeah, no, so it, it is great to see somebody out here trying to prove you know the the standard wrong right trying to do something different so we we definitely appreciate that sure without yeah. guys like you you know it would just stay the same sure a couple years ago this wouldn't be a, an option and uh, we were this the technology just was not there a couple years ago to do where we're at now yeah and uh it's been as we've proven it works so it's <laughs> pretty fun so pretty did you guys repair your truck so it's not going to open uh again on you tomorrow or well we're working on that right now okay um sh hopefully within the next hour or two should have a fix to that and uh well to be told there could be some real interesting stuff sold at me some of that truck <laughs> hopefully uh maybe a full pool tomorrow i doubt it but <laughs> you never know well, we're definitely rooting for you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and coming up and talking to us. We really appreciate yeah, thanks it. Thanks for having me. And how can people get a hold of RevMax if they have more questions about their 68 RFE? Sure. Uh, best thing to do is go to our website, which is uh, www.revmaxconverters.com, um, or just give us a shout, and we'd be happy to talk to you about anything 68 RFE related or any diesel transmission for that matter. Awesome. Well, this has been Paul Wilson. I'm Danny Voss. And I'm Frank from RevMax. Thanks for listening.